We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Notre Dame fans, welcome to a special edition of the Irish Breakdown Podcast. This is a, a show I'm putting together here to discuss the news that uh, we broke today at Irish Breakdown about freshman running back Jadarian Price being lost for the 2020 season to a ruptured Achilles tendon. Uh, this is an injury that happened within the last week or two, and we were first made aware of it about four or five days ago. And obviously for several reasons, including the fact that there were still second opinions being done on the injury and uh, his surgery was was scheduled for today, I believe. So he had that. So we, we broke that this morning that he did, in fact, have the injury and his status was going to be questionable. We waited for Notre Dame to kind of release the final statement on on his status. And they released something shortly after to say that he was out for most likely out for the season, which is tends to kind of be the case for an Achilles injury. Best case scenario, you get back in six months, which as of right now would put him back at the end of December. So best case scenario, he'd be back for a bowl game postseason, but that's that's unlikely. This is a tough blow for Notre Dame. I'm going to discuss sort of Jadarian, this injury, and sort of what's next at running back and where things stand for Notre Dame. Obviously, Jadarian's a young man from Denison, Texas. He was a uh, outstanding high school player finished his high school career with almost 5,000 yards rushing over 50 touchdowns as a senior Denison rushed for over 1,800 yards averaged 9.3 yards per carry and had 18 touchdowns each of the last two years really really just a dynamic young man very talented back explosive player and that's kind of the thing that we you know we kept talking about we kept looking at with him and why I graded him as a top 100 recruit coming out of high school was you just really saw a lot of explosiveness. You saw a kid that really had a great burst coming out of the backfield, a young man that, you know, just really had the vision that you want for the position. You know, he wasn't just a, a straight line vertical home run player. He could also, he also had some wiggle and he was a kid that you looked at and said, you know, this, this, he's got the ability to make be a one cut runner, but he also has enough agility and quickness and vision to be able to really make people miss in space. He had really good second level reading ability and anticipation 
And you just saw a kid that had a very bright future. And from the moment he stepped foot on campus in Notre Dame, that's what we heard from all of our sources. I mean, everyone that we talked to throughout the spring, out the winter, during workouts, and then to get into spring ball was, even when we wouldn't even specifically ask about the freshman or about Jadarian, it was always, he would always come up in conversation. And just with a, just a really had a strong, a strong, strong uh, spring period. And of course he was helped by the fact that there was a tremendous opportunity. Uh, Jabron Payne uh, for another freshman that Notre Dame landed was not an early enrollee. So he wasn't there. Uh, Chris Logan Diggs was hindered, was limited early in spring practice. And then Chris Tyree got injured early in, in spring practice uh, which limited his ability to get a ton of a ton of work, and so that created a lot of opportunities for Janarian Price to step into that into that that hole and and get reps. And he certainly made the most of it. And and whenever the Irish Breakdown staff would be at practice, whether it was Ryan or Vince or Sean, you know, one of the, he was always one of the guys that they would come back and rave about, and just for the for his just this overall skill set that he brought to the table. And then of course we saw it in the Blue Gold game when he took a screen pass over 50 yards for a touchdown for the gold team to uh, help fuel their victory. So even in a, a, a backfield that was kind of loaded and deep with older players, the thought was that Jader was going to have an opportunity to play as a freshman this year. So this obviously takes a, a, a weapon away from the Notre Dame offense. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. The other aspect of this is that 
he also was is not the only back that's been banged up. And I think that's sort of the thing. If it's just Jadarian Price, you're like, hey, look, Notre Dame's fine. They're still going to be okay. If it was just Logan Diggs, hey, they're going to be fine. They're going to be okay. It's this build on top of each other that's really the problem for Notre Dame at this point in time. And so not only do you lose a very talented back like Jadarian Price, but now you've lost him and the expectation is that Logan Diggs won't be ready to start the season. Now, he should be back at some point in time during the season, but he won't be 100% to start the season, probably won't even be available to start the season. And then when he does come back, I mean, you're talking about Logan Diggs obviously uh, tours labrum in the spring game, the blue gold game. So you're talking about a guy that, that a running back that's coming back from a shoulder injury. And, you know, you don't just take a guy that's coming back from a shoulder injury and throw him out in the field and say, okay, go carry the ball 20 times a game for the, for the next six weeks. So obviously when he does come back, you know, he's going to be limited too. And I think it's, then you look at Jabron Payne, the other freshman, very talented player. And, you know, I graded him as a four-star recruit after his sophomore season of high school. The problem, however, is that Jabron injured his knee in the first game of his junior season and missed the rest of the year and had under 300 yards rushing as a senior as he battled injuries again as a senior. So you have still three backs on scholarship that are quote-unquote healthy going into the season, but one of them is Jabron Payne and his issues. And then, of course, Chris Tyree, who was hampered last season with turf toe injury and then missed much of the spring with an ankle injury. Now, he did play in the Blue Gold game, so he was back. He you know, he could have played. It was more of a cautiousness with Tyree than it was necessarily him being injured and not able to play. It was just Notre Dame being cautious. But obviously, that's just another, another kind of concern about Notre Dame's depth chart at the position. And so losing Jadarian Price – just raises more red flags about that. Now, having said that, as we kind of transition to the second part of this conversation, yes, it is a blow to lose Jadarian Price. There's no way to spend that. This is a talented player, and now he's the second talented back to be injured. If there's, again, we're going to have to talk about some ifs here. Notre Dame isn't quite in a bad spot yet. And the reason I say that is, is you really only need two backs each game. They'd like three. Uh, but you you know Jabron Payne obviously there's there's a shaky area there but even if he's not ready to play you still have two backs that can do everything you need and and obviously Chris Tyree it, it, it starts there right Chris Tyree rising junior a lot now falls on his shoulders and this is a he enters a big year and I, I mean I wrote about this a week ago full disclosure uh, when when I when I finished this article I had an idea that this this, this Jadarian Price situation was happening but it was not the reason that I wrote the article about Chris Tyree I'd already been working on that uh, that article because I think this no matter what happens with Jadarian Price or Logan Diggs this is a huge year for Chris Tyree you know this is a guy that was a top 100 recruit coming out of high school he, a guy that Notre Dame beat Alabama and Oklahoma for he was a big time recruit Notre Dame fans were thrilled to get him comes out as a freshman goes for 6.8 yards per carry on 73 carries rushes for almost 500 yards for a playoff team should have played more to be completely honest with you, but he showed the big play, the dynamic speed, the home run ability that that made Notre Dame fans excited about what he could bring to the table. I mean, this is a guy that for two years in a row as a high school sophomore and junior won the, or junior and senior won the fastest man award at the opening. And also a guy that, that for two straight years was the fastest player in the country. And the, I think it was the 55 meter dash or the 60 meter dash. I forget which one it's an indoor event and track that he was the fastest in the country for his age. 
for two years in a row, not amongst football players, but in the country. So home run speed, which Notre Dame fans have seen at times during his his career, really flashed that as a freshman. Then he comes out as a sophomore. Expectations are big, and he definitely, definitely didn't come close to living up, living up to expectations as a runner. And I think it was twofold. Number one is Chris Tyree suffered behind a really bad offensive line, and his running style is such that I think he's a little bit more reliant on the line for the initial aspect of a run than a Kyron Williams who's a shifty or shake, shaky back, shake, shake you back. You look at the run that Kyron had against North Carolina where he gets hit four yards behind the line, shakes a guy, bounces back, stiff arms somebody, and then you know takes off running. That's not really Chris Tyree's game. He's more of a traditional back, you know, patience, you know, stay on your run track, let block set up, and then once you see it, boom, explode vertical uh, for for big playability. He's got a little bit of a one-cut shake ability, but he's just not a guy that's going to be a make-you-miss guy, which you needed last year with how bad that offensive line was. And so I think that obviously is something that that hindered his ability. And then, of course, halfway through the year, he suffers a turf toe injury, which kept him out of the lineup for a couple of weeks, or li- and then limited him his ability and the availability in the lineup. Even when he played, he was limited from a touch standpoint, and that kept him from really being the player that that Notre Dame hoped he would be and expected him to be last season. So, I think that obviously was something that that hurt that hurt Chris Tyree as well. But we still saw him make big plays. We still saw his speed impact games last year. Obviously, before the turf toe, we saw him haul in a 50-plus yard touchdown reception against Toledo. At the time, it was the fourth quarter. Notre Dame had a 17-16 lead. That touchdown allowed them to take an eight-point lead. Toledo went down and scored the next two times to go up 29-24. Notre Dame ends up coming back and, and winning the game late. But that touchdown ended up being a big part of that game. We saw it again a couple weeks later against Wisconsin. Wisconsin uh, sacks Drew Pine, who had come in for an injured Jack Cohn. And goes down and kicks a field goal to start the fourth quarter. So it's 13-10 Wisconsin advantage in early in the fourth quarter. They kick off to Chris Tyree. He takes it back 96 yards for a touchdown, gives Notre Dame the lead back. They obviously never looked back and ended up routing Wisconsin in the fourth quarter. But it all started with Chris Tyree's kick return. And then, of course, we saw that speed make an impact in the Fiesta Bowl against Oklahoma State, where you know Chris Tyree obviously had a, started the game off with about a 20-yard reception, just a little swing pass that he took. Uh, and and took a long way and made a big play. And then, of course, he had the 50-plus the yard reception for a touchdown in that game as well where he caught the ball over the middle and just outran the defense for a, a touchdown. Ended the season with over 100 yards in that game against Oklahoma State, a team that coming into that game had only allowed one 100-yard uh, receiver all year, and obviously none of them were running back. So we saw even the big playability then. But the question with Chris Tyree is – can he stay healthy and can he be a starting caliber back? And for me, that means, you know, 15 plus touches a game between carries and receptions. I think the ability is there. I think Chris Tyree has to show that that he can that he can be that player. I think he has to show that he can be a consistent back. I think he has to show that he can be a lead back. And if he does, and I think he's capable of it, then Notre Dame has a guy that can be a, a, a difference maker, a dynamic player. But even if he's healthy and and is that player, he's not a guy that to me is a twenty plus touch a game guy. And when I refer touches, I'm talking about punt. I'm talking about uh, excuse me carries and cat receptions. And so to me, I think if if Chris Tyree is that guy, the the one thing that gets impacted before we move on to, to Aldrick Estime is if Chris Tyree is your guy. I think this injury to Jadarian Price and the injury to 
to Logan Diggs combined, I think you got to really think twice about whether or not you're going to have Chris Tyree still be your kick return guy if he's the number one back. Now, if he's not the number one back and he's only getting five to eight to ten touches a game as a running back and as the number two back, let's say somebody else is the number one, then I'm okay leaving him as the kick returner. He's going to have you know maybe two to three kick return opportunities a game. But if he is your number one back, with all the injuries, I think Notre Dame's going to have to think long and hard about maybe not having him be the kick returner this year just to limit the potential risk for him for injury. And there are other guys that could be explosive, uh, explosive, potentially explosive kick returners as well. He's not the only one. But, of course, Jadarian Price was one of those guys that I had looked at and had made an argument earlier in the spring that if Chris Tyree's the number one back, I would take him off a kick return and put Jadarian Price back there. Well, now he's not an option now either. But there are guys that I think could get that job done at a high level. So when you look at Jadarian, or you look at Chris Tyree, those are the things you have to consider. And as I said, he's not a guy that is going to be a 20-plus carry game guy or close to 20-plus touch a game guy. So that means Notre Dame needs somebody to step up and, and compliment Chris Tyree. And now that opportunity falls on the very broad shoulders of Audric Estime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And obviously he was overshadowed a bit last year, was buried on the uh, on a pretty deep depth chart, and he was usually the fourth back. Injuries at times popped him into the third back, but he only had seven carries last year. Looked good in those seven carries against Navy. Uh, had 60 yards rushing on seven carries. This is a guy that came to Notre Dame a little bit overlooked. He was a ranked as the number 130 player in the country by rivals. Others did not rank him as high. He had a monster, monster senior season. Uh, for St. Joseph in New Jersey. He had o- over 1,300 yards rushing, averaged 9.8 yards per carry, I believe was his average. I'm, I'm going to look that up here as, as we're talking. But I believe he averaged 9.8 yards per carry and 18 touchdowns. Now, those are good numbers, right? 18 plus 100 yards, 18 touchdowns. Actually, I think he had 22 touchdowns now that I think about it. Let me look up his official numbers that year. Uh, 22 touchdowns, 9.8 yards per carry, 1,857 yards. Here's the thing, though. He did that in eight games because of a COVID-shortened season. So COVID uh, resulted in New Jersey in 2020 only playing eight games of football. So he he did all that in just eight games, 18-plus 100 yards, 22 touchdowns in eight games. Yes, he's big. He's physical, right? Everybody sees the photos of him working out. He's 6'1". He's listed at 228. He might even be bigger than that. You know, very muscular player, big back. But if you watch his game, his high school game and you watch the little bit he played last year, He's got really good feet for a big back. And so, of course, that's going to draw obvious comparisons to Jerome Bettis. But I think that's unfair. They're different They're different players, different eras. But I, I think the, the reason I think that comparison makes sense is because not all big backs are just hammers. 
And I think Jader, I think Aldrich Estime can be a hammer. I mean, he's a six foot one, 228 plus pound guy that is physical and run can run you over. And he was already going to have a, to me, a, a very important potential role as a, as a chain mover, you know, a guy that was going to, you know, come in and, and be a great third and short back, a goal line back. Well, now he gets a chance to also be a first and second down back. And I think that's where you're going to see the other aspects of his game take off. He has good vision. He's a guy that's nimble. You know, he can make you miss with a one-cut running style. So you look at it, he he can do different things. And, and I think him and Chris Tyree are very different type of backs. They complement each other very well. So it gives Tommy Reese, the offensive coordinator, a very broad array of potential things to go to in the run game. He can have a package for Tyree, a Patrick package for Estimate. There will be some carryover on it. There may even be the same package as far as the plays you run, but the emphasis with, with Tyree may be different than your emphasis with with Audric Estime. So it creates some very unique opportunities. I think you can do some things with them two together uh, in, in some 2021 and 20 personnel groups, which is the two running back sets. So I, I certainly think there's still plenty of opportunity for Notre Dame to have great success at, at running back this year. And then if Jabron Payne is healthy, he kind of comes into the equation as potentially a, a number three back. If he's not ready to play, then you get in trouble because you only have two backs. So yeah, obviously you have walk on Chase Ketter, who's a very good athlete, but I don't know if that's the immediate thing you turn to. Maybe he gets a shot uh, to be in the number three back. Avery Davis could potentially be an emergency running back. Uh, we saw him play running back in 2019, so that's an option there. Uh, but obviously the 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 options are a little bit sketchy after that. And obviously Logan Diggs should come back in October, but as I said earlier, he, it's not a situation where even if he comes back in October – you don't just throw him out there for 20 touches a game or 60 snaps a game. That's not, that's not well advised for a guy coming off a shoulder injury. So this is definitely problematic for Notre Dame. Again, there's no spin in that, but they're in a situation where this is why you have a deep running back and this is a group. And this is why you keep recruiting players every year. And, you know, one of the questions was like, why are you really bringing in Jerome Payne? Well, now this is now hindsight 2020. That looks like a great move and, and was a very smart move by, by Coach McCullough, but that's why you make this kind of move because you you just stockpile talented running backs because you never know what could happen. You know, we always worry about guys getting hurt in games, but the, you know this is an injury with with Jadarian Price that happened during a workout, I believe. So uh, certainly a tough blow for Notre Dame. But uh, as long as they can keep the rest of the depth chart healthy for now, I do think there's some opportunities there to have a ton of production. Then we also have to think about the fact that the quarterback this year is going to be able to provide some run game production as well, especially in the bigger games. You're not going to run Tyler Buckner 15, 18 times against Marshall and Cal and UNLV and Stanford and Syracuse and teams like that. But, you know, you can use him as a, a running weapon in some of the bigger games this year, especially, which takes a little bit of the burden off of the backs, but also makes it a little harder to really key on them because you have a quarterback that can be so dynamic. So, that is it for this edition. Obviously, that breaks down where everything is. We'll talk, obviously, more about this in, in our mailbag, which will come up here in a little bit, and we'll publish that tomorrow on the podcast. Uh, so you'll you'll get that tomorrow. But I'm sure this uh, this topic will be discussed further then, and people will have more questions about it. But uh, for anything else you have, obviously, check out IrishBreakdown.com. You can also sign up for our message board at boards.irishbreakdown.com. We'll talk about it there as well. If you're listening now, I would appreciate, greatly appreciate a five-star review. Would very much appreciate that. Help us to kind of continue to get uh, our voices and our channel in front of more eyes and ears. So thank you for that. And thank you for listening to the Irish Breakdown Podcast.
This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.